0: It's the weekend and welcome to the Doctor Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Doctor Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor. And I'm here along with my co host Chris Weigel. And every weekend, Chris and I are here, we're doing life together. And as always, we're so glad that people have joined us.
1: Doctor Linda, it's amazing that it's already this far into June. And here we are on this weekend, as you know, celebrating Father's Day. And Whether your dad is alive or he's no longer with us, we always set aside this Sunday each year to honor our our dads. And the Europeans, I don't know if you knew this or not, I just learned, the Europeans celebrated Father's Day on March 19th since the Middle Ages. So, why March? Uh, Who knows?
0: (laughs) Okay, this is not a history show. (laughs) This is not a
1: history show. We have no idea why. If you're free on March 19th, let's have Father's Day.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. It's usually spring break. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> so you can spring break with your father. True, there you point. go. That would, okay, that would
1: be a good idea. But here in the United States, it's always the third Sunday in uh, June when we father uh, when we celebrate Father's Day.
0: So, Chris, is your dad still living? No, I'm, wait, I'm asking that question, and haven't I met your dad? Yeah,
1: like, like <laughs> so I think it was three hopefully weeks ago. He's still living. Yes. <laughs> Actually, uh, Dad is very youthful for his age. But there's one thing that I don't want to get from him, and that's his genes. Okay. I do want his jeans, I should say, because he is youthful for his age. But I don't want his blue jeans. Okay, that's what I meant to say.
0: Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so he's around and he's right. with you. And yes. uh, are you going to spend the weekend with him?
1: Yes, definitely. Oh, good. Probably okay. probably end up on a river somewhere.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And doing fishing or something like that, right. or just boating? Are you oh, guys no, boaters?
1: We no, we don't just boat. We don't just boat? No. <laughs> you, you better have a fishing, uh, fishing rod in your hand. Well, actually, my
0: dad loved to fish. Um, we uh-huh. used to fish off of Lake Michigan because we oh, lived wow. on a beach town, and we had a pier. We'd go out there, and we'd catch bluegill and trout. And mm-hmm. But he's 96 years old now, and he's living in Maine. So I'm real excited that I'm going to be with him this weekend. And I, I can't say enough of how grateful I am that we still have him with us because right. not everybody's dad lives to 96. Mm-hmm. And the great part of my dad is that his mind is still really sharp. Wow. So I call him every day. We have conversations. Um, now, he's he's not moving like he mm-hmm. used to, and he's his mobility is really a problem. But my dad was a really strong example of hard work and determination and just driven to help us kids be successful. He came to this country at the at the age of two.
1: Hmm.
0: It tells a really funny story about coming through Ellis Island. Wow. And because he didn't speak English, he was really afraid to talk. And they almost sent him away thinking there was something wrong with him. Really? They almost didn't let him in the country because of that. <laughs> right. But he came from Germany. They had nothing when they came. And they, my dad worked really hard. I remember my grandfather rode a bicycle to work and never even learned how to drive. But what I really admire about my dad is that he worked so hard. He sent all three of us to college.
1: That's amazing. The entire Ellis Island thing. What a story. That's that's the American dream. It right is. There. He should write a book.
0: Well, my brother actually you, now you can look up anything on the Internet. My mm-hmm. brother actually found the ship that they came over and uh, printed out a picture of it and we showed it to him. So it's it's a pretty cool story. It's so great anyway, story.
1: Yeah. you know, I remember uh, we discussed Mother's Day gifts last month for we mother's did. day <laughs> we did but i think getting dad a gift is harder i, you I agree? you're
0: right you're right i mean how many of the world's best dad mugs or <laughs> ties or anything you can think of like that can you give your dad I, right. I, it's just it is really hard and we need to step up our game this year you've got any do you have any ideas
1: well as i think about it um we dads have spent a lifetime what driving kids to soccer ballet football baseball everything kids are into and handing out tons of advice, whether we want it or not, <laughs> and uh, maybe, maybe we should think about something a little more meaningful this year, based on what all they've done. Here's an idea: a good watch.
0: How about an Apple Watch? Would you want one of those?
1: Yeah. You oh yeah. my no! Okay.
0: I, I I would love to have an Apple right. Watch, but I don't know if my husband would want to. I'd have to think about that.
1: Now this is interesting. How about a coffee frother? This is the best <laughs> gift ever. The frother.
0: Really? Oh my! Wait, I bought my one one for my husband, and it is like it is like you don't have to go to any of those fancy coffee shops because mm-hmm. we can make it just like they do it's wow. actually an amazing gift the so frother. maybe the mother and the family wants it more than the dad <laughs> but right. i think he really likes it actually uh-huh.
1: a beard or a mustache trimmer is a good idea would and you like that well maybe maybe a, an ear trimmer an ear- oh, I'm, gosh, I'm getting that into doesn't that sound
0: good i don't know
1: <laughs> and here's here's something we do have in our house and this is a great uh, father's day idea the artificial intelligence devices we have one called alexa oh
0: the alexa that's the google one isn't it or something Something you you talk to it
1: you do walk in and say hey now i probably shouldn't do this but alexa turn on the dr linda mental show and (laughs) And
0: she'll she'll do it you never know you know (laughs) (laughs) it it very well could happen yeah (laughs) i think that would actually be a cool gift right Um,
1: now think about this here's one if you grew up flying kites with your dad wouldn't he love to have a drone oh See, I've got a drone. I think you yeah. do. Oh, you yeah, have a drone.
0: Oh, Great. Sharon's going to have a hard time thinking of stuff to get you. Right. I know. Since you've got everything, I'll tell her you don't, <laughs> don't want don't an have Apple that. Watch
1: though, <laughs> or a coffee frother, frother. Okay. <laughs> and then there's always the old standard, you know, the grilling. Dad's love to grill. You get him grilling accessories. Get him a book with new recipes. Uh, so we can step up his barbecue. Listen, game.
0: my husband is probably the number one griller of all time. This is what I hear. Yeah. What he did on Mother's <laughs> Day was was something that should be in a magazine because we took really? pictures of it. I should put that on Instagram. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to remember to go back and put that on there. He made this seafood medley on the grill with all kinds of stuff. It was like something you would buy in a magazine. My son kept saying this would cost like two hundred fifty dollars if we were right. out at a restaurant because it was lobster tails and scallops. Mm-hmm. All, he's so he would love anything grilling.
1: Better yet, go ahead and do the Instagram thing, but invite me over someday. Wait, yeah, that's
0: wait, what everybody wait. was saying when I put it on Facebook.
1: Right. <laughs> well, here's one more idea that you can't go wrong with for Dad. That would be a hammock. Give him something to take a break in.
0: Yeah, that would be a nice one. Those are those are all great ideas. Um, I have some ideas. I think now a little bit about what to get Norm, but we're going to look at some other things related mm-hmm. to dads when we come back from the break. We've got some great ideas one of the best gifts you could give your dad was tell him something positive about your life and what you did for his life and we're going to talk a little bit about lessons from dad when we come back okay let's be honest there are times when we eat just because life is tense or the kids are driving you crazy or we feel anxious or insecure about a relationship with a friend or a spouse, right? Food might just be too available, or I can't help myself, or it feels so good to dive into the ice cream sundae. We have a million excuses, but the truth is sometimes we just eat out of emotion not need. You know, it happens to all of us. So how do we fix the problem? Well, here's a quick prescription and it begins with press pause. If you follow this simple plan, you can say goodbye to mindless eating and hello to the joys of eating. When you press pause, you slow down and begin to listen to your body. Am I truly hungry? What's going on around me that makes me want to put something in my mouth? So here's how to pause. We're going to spell it out. The P stands for purpose, purpose to delay immediate gratification. Then the A stands for attend, attend to the moment, but also be mindful of the future and how your immediate decision might be the one you regret later. Next is the U, understand that your good intentions and even your willpower don't win the impulsive eating battle. You need a healthy dose of God help. Then the S, strategize, find ways to incorporate God's help You invite the Holy Spirit to work within you, and you'll discover His strength to improve your self-control. And then finally, the E, execute those changes. So to eat without emotion,
1: press pause before you eat. If you'd like more on this simple plan, check out Dr. Linda's book, Press Pause Before You Eat, available online. You can win this battle. We're celebrating dads on this Father's Day installment of the Dr. Linda Mental Show. Don't forget, you can always follow Dr. Linda in a variety of ways. Uh, Her blog on BeliefNet, her website, DrLindaHelps.com, on Facebook, Twitter. And on Instagram, you can stay connected as we all do life together, Dr. Linda.
0: Well, thanks for those reminders, Chris. You know, we have so many positive comments about our radio program, but we want to make sure that the information, the advice, the inspiration that we offer is always available to our listeners. And so do check us out on all those social media um, places that you just mentioned. But also remember, you could always go back and listen to a show on MyFaithRadio.com on the archives. And so there's podcasts you can listen to anytime you want to. And sometimes those are good to share and send to a friend as well.
1: Well, we are talking about Father's Day this weekend. So why don't we spend the rest of our time honoring our dads by recalling the lessons that we learned from dad. The lesson I learned from my dad is never cut corners. I felt like growing up, he was always a perfect example of that.
2: Wow, that's Mm. an interesting one, never cut corners. My dad always taught me about business skills and building relationships in business.
1: We came from a coal mining family in Pennsylvania, it was uh, was tough times as the mines were closing and grandparents and even my own dad uh, was looking for work. And so we moved from the coal regions to Philadelphia. My dad's work ethic was the biggest thing that he kind of left for me. He faithfully took on jobs from being a milkman to a breadman to menial things to meet the family's needs, and that 's probably the one of the reasons I have a, a strong work ethic myself is that I saw him fulfilling his role of being a provider, a faithful husband, dad, although I wish he had more time to come to my track meets and watch me run he didn't he was working hard
0: well that work ethic is really one that a lot mm. of people talk about, Chris.
1: You know, there, there's got to be a balance. I was reading an article recently that talked about how the dad prided himself in having been a hard worker, provided for his kids, and then as an adult, the, the son resented that.
0: Yeah, also. and I, and you heard him say a little bit about the track. Mm-hmm. He couldn't come to my track meets. But right. I, this But this is one of the things I said about my dad is that work ethic that he did instill in us. And what's interesting is – I saw that um, being recorded, and I know who that person is who said that. This is a very, very successful man that has mm-hmm. has educationally just blown it out the water. Um, so he got a lot uh, in terms of that work ethic that he put into a different way. So you're right. We have to have some balance in that. And I love the fact that a female said, my dad gave <laughs> me business skills. So that's really great. So this isn't just a gender thing. You know, dads can speak into the lives of their daughters and talk about business and work ethics just as well. Well, here's a couple more, sort of a variation on those work themes.
1: A lesson my dad shared with me is always work at your hands, because then you'll learn more about the things you're working on. My father taught me the value of good work, hard work, and honesty. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have accomplished half the things that I've done throughout my life. He was a very simple-minded, but yet hard-working person who I learned so much from. I'm just forever grateful for the lessons he taught me, especially about just being a good person and the the value of good, honest, hard work. There seems to be a a theme emerging here. Dads must be good at uh, passing along work habits and secrets. Why do you think that is?
0: Well, they can model it. So, you know, again, the dad is still, even though we're maybe thinking that men and women um, can work the same amounts, most of the dads are out there trying to provide for the family. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if they're doing their job, they're probably feeling like they've got to instill that into their kids. And that is one thing I saw. My dad never missed a day at work. He never took a sick day. He was always there. He was reliable, dependable. And those are really great things to pass on because you're going to be successful with your family. But I think, again, we just want to warn dads to make sure that they're not workaholics, right, Chris? And that they're actually attending to the emotional needs of their family as well.
1: It would be terrible to live later in life and have your kids end up resenting yeah. all of the hard work you put into yeah. the family
0: i love the honesty part though too that they're mm-hmm. talking about and the, it's interesting that the one person said that his dad helped him work with his hands and thought that was really important
1: you know that's important because today's dad still needs to be able to get out and change a tire or you know, do work around the house and this type of thing and and if, if i can be honest here i think we're seeing a generation grow up that uh that doesn't necessarily work with their hands like, uh, like we used to.
0: You can't get on your Alexa and tell her to mm. change the tire, can exactly. you? Exactly.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure about that. Here are a few other great lessons dads teach their kids that we found. So we looked these up, and one is decision-making mm. and strategizing. Now I'm not sure—is that a dad thing, or could that? I I think I'm really good at teaching my kids decision making and strategizing.
1: I, I think by and large, dad is is going to be more black and white than mom. Mm. So when it comes time to make a decision, dad's the one that says, "We're doing this." If the the kids see some decisiveness there, maybe they get that from dad.
0: Well, let's listen to one uh, person who talked about the value of an education and how to get ahead in our world.
2: One thing that comes to mind when I think of what I learned from dad is. And education is very important. That's one thing that cannot be taken away from you. And to always be kind.
0: Boy, that education was my dad. That was, he felt like that was the ticket to a better life. And he pushed and pushed and pushed. We didn't even know in our family that there wasn't an option other than college. (laughs) (laughs) I went, what? People actually go do other things after high school? Because he was, you know, he just didn't have that advantage. And he really wanted us to go and to do that. So... One of the other things we found, Chris, was the importance of responsibility that always accompanies our independence. Mm-hmm. So dads, are, I think, are really good at saying, you know, you can be independent. You can go do that. But, boy, you better take responsibility for whatever it is you're going to do. Did you get that from your dad?
1: Yeah, we, you were responsible for what happened, if whether you had success or you got yourself into trouble. You made your bed, so you lied in it type of thing.
0: Yeah, and I know one of the things that my husband does with the kids all the time is he tries to get them to stop procrastinating Mm -hmm. and says, just get up, do it now. Right. I think dads are better at that. I'm like, they can talk me out of it. You know, they can (laughs) give me a good excuse (laughs) or they can go, Mom, and they can sort of have this emotional reaction. I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But dads are like, get up there, get it done, get it done now. Think so, there's a gender difference again with it, women and men?
1: Could be, yeah. So Are it's, you the
0: pusher or oh, Sharon the pusher? Oh, I'm the
1: pusher, definitely. You're the pusher? Yeah. So, so in your household, let's, let's get this right. Dr. Norm says, Linda, I need you to tell the kids to, to stop procrastinating. And you say, I'll get around to it later. Yeah, no,
0: <laughs> actually, neither of us have that problem. Right. So we both probably push in that, that way. Here's one that I have found with my own husband. He is the grammar and spell check person. Hmm, He's right. always correcting us. No, I don't think that's a gender thing. I don't know if that's a dad thing. I think he just had – his mom was an editor, mm-hmm. and so grammar was really right. big in their family, so he does that with us. So I think there's a lot of these that we could maybe think our lessons from dad that probably could be mom too, but it, this is in terms of what we found on the Internet. As a good daughter, though, here's one that I can really relate to that someone said.
1: Okay, my dad is a car dealer, and he always said, if you take care of your car, it will take care of you.
0: <laughs> now listen, my dad always said, "I want to see the guy's car mm. when I would go on a date." Right. And he would, I go, "What? What are you talking about? Why would you want to see the car?" Yeah. And he would say, "I'm going to look in that car. If he doesn't take care of that car, he's not going to take care of you."
1: <laughs> see, that got me once because my <laughs> my car was too small. They were afraid that, that their daughter would be in danger in a, an accident. I had a small little compact. Oh, you did? Okay. So I said, "No, not you. Uh, can't can't use that vehicle." So I had to borrow mom and dad's big boat that they had. And then I eventually got a bigger car just so I could could take her out. So but
0: my dad would look to see if it was clean when you came pick me up. See, that was the issue. Right. Take was, care of that thing. Well,
1: this was clean. It just wasn't big enough.
0: Well, let's listen to a couple more. A lesson my dad taught me was to always uh, enjoy the time you have with the family and to enjoy the little things in life.
1: A lesson my dad always taught me was balance and that everything in life has to be kept in balance.
0: I know who that one is, I think. That's our son. (laughs) The voice sounds very familiar. And if you ask them both, they will. They were both. I think we were talking about this before the show, and we were saying, you know, what do you remember? What do you remember most about dad? And both of them right away said, "Oh, that's easy. Balance, 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 balance life."
1: And see, that's what I I mentioned earlier about balance, because you can have a dad who uh, says, "You know what? I need to provide for my family, so I'll be at work twelve hours a day, six days a week." That's important. But he also needs to be home. Right. You know, what a stressful situation being a dad, knowing that you have those two responsibilities and and balancing those two are tough.
0: I think it's good. I think my husband did a great job of that. So Mm -hmm. I'll just give a shout out to Norm right now and just say that he modeled that for the kids and showed him that. Well, let's listen to a couple more before we go to the break. One of the greatest things my dad taught me was my love of Mexican food, first off, and that food (laughs) is meant to be enjoyed and have bold flavors. Um, some of the other things that my dad always taught me was that no matter where I am in the world, he'll always be there or he'll always come pick me up. Obviously, if I'm across the world, then it'll be a phone call or FaceTime, but wherever I am, he'll be there for me. And then lastly, that trust is one of the greatest things in a relationship, in a family, and without trust, it's, it's something that you earn and that if it's, messed up or if it's skewed that that's something you really have to work on to repair because without trust you know you can't really move forward in life well there's a lot in that one Mm. i like the mexican food part first (laughs) anytime
1: anytime we talk about bold flavors in food We have to leave here and go to lunch. I know. know? (laughs) I know. That's (laughs) true, isn't it?
0: But boy, what a bunch of great points about trust in a relationship. And I Mm -hmm. love the fact that there is a daughter who feels like no matter what, her dad's going to be there for her. And he's going to come and get her Mm -hmm. if he's able in any situation. What a great gift to give to your child.
1: Well, after the short break, Dr. Linda will be back to wrap up today's special tribute to our fathers and the lessons we have all learned from dad.
2: Well, having a close relationship with your dad teaches you many things. Dads tend to be more of risk-takers. Moms are overcautious, and so the drive to excel, anything that you want to do. Dad and I worked on cars together. We went fishing together. He didn't say, oh, well, you're a girl. You can't do that. And I think the other thing, too, that he probably taught me was um, not just perseverance but patience. He was one that he would sit down and talk through things.
0: Are you a mom or a dad trying to do your best to raise a healthy weight child in an unhealthy eating culture? Do you often struggle with how to respond when your child asks if she is fat or if he needs to lose weight? Do you wonder what is normal and how do I best impact my child and his or her eating habits? Well, hi, I'm Dr. Linda Mentel, and my book, Raising Healthy Kids in an Unhealthy World, teaches parents how to raise healthy kids in an over-scheduled, fast-food, video game world by making simple choices, easy changes, and instilling good habits that will improve everyone's life today and forever. Winner of the Mom's Choice Award, Raising Healthy Kids in an Unhealthy World, will give you this confidence, the confidence you need to take charge of your child's eating and raise a healthy weight child.
1: Raising Healthy Kids in an Unhealthy World. Available on Dr. Linda's website, drlindamental.com And available online where books are sold. Need help navigating complicated relationships? Dr. Linda Mental, the relationship doctor, provides practical advice for everyday living. Visit her website, www.DrLindaHelps.com, for individual help. Blogs, videos, podcasts, books, it's all there and free for you. DrLindaHelps.com for your appointment with the Relationship Doctor. Take Dr. Linda's conflict-style quiz today at DrLindaHelps.com. That's DrLindaHelps.com.
0: Conflict is a part of every healthy relationship. How you deal with conflict is what will either grow or destroy relationships. Do you avoid? Maybe you become highly emotional and then regret what you said or did. Getting control of our emotions is not always easy, but it is possible. Hi, this is Dr. Linda Mental, and I wrote the book, We Need to Talk, in order to help all of us deal better with conflict. We Need to Talk, available at bookstores and online where books are sold.
1: Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. You know, maybe we should acknowledge that not everyone has a dad who is still alive. And some have not really had a great paternal role model in life. I had a difficult relationship with my father growing up as he was an alcoholic and there was divorce in the family. The one thing I truly remember him teaching me at that time and then later on in life is that if you head down a path and it's not the right path, you can always turn around and go the other direction.
0: Wow. So that I think that's really important for each of us to hear. So here's a man who had a difficult father relationship, and yet he's looking for something in that relationship that could give him some help in life. So he did still had a lesson from his dad. And I, I think we have to think about that, that dads aren't perfect. A lot of dads may have their own problems and their own troubles. They may have come from families where they had a lot of difficulty, and maybe they didn't have good role models either. But there's always something, Chris, in a relationship where we can look and we can find something maybe in that relationship that we can say we learned from or was a positive. Don't you agree?
1: I would agree, yes. And you know, honoring parents, especially dads, uh, who we feel they may not really deserve our love and gratitude. Uh, Dr. Linda, what do you make of the scripture that commands us to honor them?
0: So, so that's a good question about how do we honor a dad who's been difficult, um, and we really don't feel like they deserve it. I mean, we don't deserve the kind of love that we get from God. And God still has a relationship with us. So I think what we're looking at is the Old Testament command in Exodus, the Ten Commandments, where God says, Honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you.
1: And later Paul reminds us in Ephesians 6-2 that this is the first commandment with a promise.
0: Yeah, but you notice that nowhere in the verse— Are we given a chance to get off the hook? We can't do that. So let's listen to one more person who had something to say about a lesson she learned from her father.
2: It's hard for me to list one important thing that my dad has taught me because he is so important in my life. My dad has taught me to be a woman of Christ above all and that I should strive to serve and to love God before I love myself and before I even love my husband. So that is one of the, probably the most important thing he's ever taught me, and he's taught me multiple other things, but that's probably the most important in my life. That's probably the most
0: important is to be a woman of God. But let's go right to a story because we've got one more lady who tells a great story about her dad. I think it would be a great story to close with.
2: My dad is no longer with us, but while he was alive, he had a flat tire one day, went into a gas station to get it repaired, and there happened to be a priest sitting there and my dad asked him if he could confess his sins since my dad was raised in uh, Catholic and was in that faith. He had lost his way and obviously at that moment he just felt like it was a, it was a God wink maybe that he had met this priest in this gas station. and. Um, And the father said, sure. And they went for a walk. And my dad confessed a long list of of sins and trials and things that he had gone through um, and was fretting over and and dealing with. And um, the priest said, you know, I hear your confession. I want you to go say your rosary. And my dad proceeded to go home at that point and call me uh, asking me how was he going to figure out how to say his rosary he forgot how to do them the priest had given him a plastic rosary and and i said dad you know just just go online google it how, how to how to say my rosary and and print it off and i said uh, you know that way you can say your rosary how many times you got to say and he said he told me i had to say it 21 times and i was like well dad you know it's not not a task you can't handle you got time that's great it's, that's awesome and so At that point, you know, after my father died, I actually went and closed out his home and I found the printed off uh, rosary. It was dated and it was December before he had major surgery the following year, uh, which actually uh, basically took him out. God called him home. Um, But it was interesting to find that plastic rosary and the um, write up on how to say rosary. And the lesson basically is it's never too late to ask God's grace and and salvation and mercy. And I'm confident in my person and in my heart that my dad is with the Lord.
0: Well, it's never too late. And so thank you to all the dads who have given so much to their children, have been examples of God's love. We honor you this weekend, and we thank you for the countless lessons learned from you over the years. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Many thanks to our producer, Norm Minto, the father of our children, an engineer and social media producer, and my co-host, Chris Weigel, who makes this show a conversation from all of us here at Faith Radio. We'll talk to you next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're enjoying celebrating your father this weekend. Enjoy it. And remember, we're doing life together. And it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Happy Father's Day.